How's it going? Okay, so if you're hearing this, you're probably like, what's going on? Why are you talking to me like this? Uh, well, so we, we, we went through a rebrand. We originally were, speaking of which, we're now Drunken Book Club. But I wanted to keep old episodes alive. So here are the episodes before the main update to Drunken Book Club. These are, you know, episodes that we did on a bunch of different books before we rebranded to Drunken Book Club. I keep referring to us as Drunken Book Club, but also reference speaking of which, which is the old podcast. So there we are. Also, our new socials for this are at DBC underscore pod for Twitter. And our Patreon is patreon.com slash Drunken Book Club. Definitely recommend checking it out. It's only a dollar a month, and you can tell us what books to read. All right, well, that's it. You guys enjoy the episode. Bye-bye. Have you ever thought to yourself, hey, these guys should talk about this book on Drunken Book Club? Or even, hey, I want to hear them gush about this on Rubles Rupees. Well, guess what? We'll listen to you if you pitch in a dollar on our Patreon. That's right, for one dollar, we'll listen to you. And along with that dollar, you know what else you get? You get access to all the bonus episodes that I put out every single week, including the backlogs, and early access to all our podcasts and videos, and everything else that I put up on there. So for a dollar, I think it's pretty much worth it, but you be the judge. Check it out. It's at patreon.com slash speaking of which. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Drunken Book Club. I'm your ghastly scientist in his lab host, Christopher the Rupal, joined with... Your emo girl, Sam. And today on Drunken Book Club, this this special, this is a monumental Drunken Book Club. This is July. This And this July, we're celebrating two birthdays in this July. Two very important birthdays. One, my own on the 23rd, and secondly... Goosebumps' his 30th birthday as well. Happy birthday. Birthday Goosebumps. We don't know the actual date when the first books came out. No one no one really knows. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Might be in a newspaper or something if anyone looks far back enough, but who cares? Close enough. Yeah, it's, 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 they just say July. That most, most places are pretty much like, yeah, the first three Goosebumps books came out in July. But they don't have an exact date. Afterwards, after that, every other one has, like, an exact date. So... So I just keep seeing the picture of myself that's still there. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, and um, on this July, uh, on uh, you know, this is the, we're, we're not recording this in July quite yet. We're recording this at the uh, tail end of June. And um, before we start this episode, I'd like to say uh, some words. I'd like to say some very drunken words that are, are, you know, just because I'm drunk doesn't mean that they're not true. But uh, Supreme, Supreme Court... You guys can go fuck yourselves. Yep. Except for the ones who voted no on a lot of the important things these past few weeks. You, you know who can go fuck himself? Fucking all of them. Except for those, like, three. Yeah. That's, yeah. Sotomayor, <laughs> you're cool in my book. Yeah. You've been cool in my book for a while. And you still continue to be cool. So. Yeah, so. You're fine. You're cool. You're cool. Well, fuck the rest of you. Yeah. Uh, but, okay. Getting into actual Jack. On this episode of Drunken Book Club, let's get into the meat and potatoes of things. We read the Goosebumps 2000 book as decided by our audience on Twitter. Thank you, audience on Twitter. Uh, th- firstly, they decided on the Goosebumps 2000s book because I asked them, I didn't want to read a regular Goosebumps this time around, because usually we read, we're, we've been reading them in order for the most part. 
Like, the only only time we deviated was to read the Monster Blood books, but that was to kind of be like, let's read all the go- all those in October. Which I don't, I'm not disappointed with. Yeah, that made sense. And I was like, which series should we read? So I asked, should we read 2000, I want to say Horrorland... Um, Slappy Slappy World Slappy's Slappy's World Yeah I think it's just Slappy World or Slappy. And then Fear Street one? No, not Fear Street Okay No uh, These were just all Goosebump based ones I don't remember each one I, I, I literally tweeted this like Most two wanted? months ago I think Most Wanted was it And then uh, after that poll 2000 overwhelmingly won Because people enjoy the two, 2000 books And I feel like Another reason for that is a lot of the current Goosebump podcasts are on Goosebumps 2000s, so I feel like that's really fresh in a lot of people's minds as well. Uh, a lot of people are going back and rereading those, or even discovering some of them, because I, personally, it's more of a discovery for me, because I've never read any of the 2000s. Yeah. I own a few. I've I, My brother had a few as well, but those ones actually scared me the most, uh, with cover-wise. Mostly creature teacher, because holy crap, that teacher be creature. And she kind of looked like my brother's teacher that he hated. <laughs> like, I wish I was kidding. He did a book report on it for her, and he did not get a good grade. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And then I asked, hey, uh, with the Goosebumps 2000s being the victor, what are a couple choices? And some people, uh, I think what the choices were, were the one we re- read, Jekyll and Heidi, uh, werewolf in the living room and little comic book shop of horrors. No, that's 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 a give yourself goosebumps. Oh, okay, you're drunk. I'll I'll let it pass this time. But that one did win our give yourself goosebumps, which we'll be reading this month as well. Uh, I can't remember. It's it's been like oh, it's we. I took this poll back in May, or maybe even April. I don't know. It, it's been a while. It's definitely been a while. I don't want to go back on Twitter and try yeah, to find no. it. No, we're not going to. But uh, this, uh, Jekyll and Hi- at first, Werewolf in the Living Room was winning, but Mr. Spongy and Miss Nicole were like, no, we can't force you to read that one, because apparently that one's not that good. Uh, which, thanks. Just, just the Werewolf in the Room, like, hey guys. I ch- actually, I think I got like three recommendations, and I chose that one as like the wild card. Because yeah. I was like, oh, this one has a funny cover, because it's got werewolf feet on it. Like, it, a gratuitous werewolf feet. And I wanted to make fun of Sam for her werewolf feet fetish. I don't have werewolf feet fetish. Okay, werewolf fetish. It's better. <laughs> and But this one ended up winning out, which uh, I'm, I'm kind of relieved because hearing that werewolf in the living room is kind of... I, I think a lot of people don't think it's that bad. It's just it's kind of just meh. And we read Jekyll and Heidi, and we'll get into it now, I guess. Uh, or get yeah. into everything. So, to start off this episode, this episode is kind of being rushed out. This, At least for reading this book, it's a little rushed. Normally, we read the book throughout the week. Like, I'll read it throughout the week and type up my notes and type up a giant listing of, like, a good synopsis. My, my synopses tend to take a while because... I go chapter by chapter. If you've, yeah. if you've listened to a previous Junk Book Club, obviously you would know that. Um, but this time around, we were in a tight spot because, unfortunately, if you haven't been following us on Twitter, I think I said this in the last in the in the uh, Disney the Disney podcast I just released. I said that 
Unfortunately, me and we caught COVID, and I'm fully, I'm fully good. I'm not, I'm not suffering from COVID anymore. But unfortunately, we still has a bit of a cough. He didn't want to record today, and unfortunately, um, Brandon and Elena uh, got sick as well because they came back from a trip. No, I'm not throwing shade or anything. That just fucking sucks. And we're not sure if it's COVID or not, but they're sick. Yeah, and that just sucks in general. Yeah. So get well soon, you guys. Well, by the by, the point this episode comes out, they should hopefully be well soon. Yes, hopefully. <laughs> uh, since this comes out on July first. Yeah. Um, but I did. I, I took the synopsis of this story from the Goosebumps wiki, but I had a little bit of a ripple tinge. There's a bit of a rupalness to it, so there's a little bit there. Why are you smiling like that? Because the cherry looks like it's coming out of the hole. Like, the bubbles are coming out of the hole, so it looks like it's farting. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> let's start off with what we pre-gamed on, since Sam wants to come in on my cherry. Uh, my cherry hole. Uh, <laughs> my black cherry hole. <laughs> so, I started off today, uh, Sam went and got his Freddy's, and I got a Diet Dr. Pepper, and I had a little bit of v- vanilla vodka to kind of get me started. Doesn't It didn't really last me too long, because I we ended up watching the Beavis and Butthead do the universe movie, which, pretty good if you haven't watched it. It was really enjoyable if you like Beavis and Butthead. Probably also why I'm cracking up at the hole, the yeah. holes coming out of the hole. Yeah, and it's not because you're a little drunk. Could be both. Yeah. And then to kind of commemorate this episode, because I've been trying to pair these episodes with drinks that would match the, uh, you know, the book we read, I had to come up with something fast. So I found this recipe for a mad scientist drink. And what it was is you needed to make a vodka, Skittles-infused vodka, and choose whatever color you want. So we had a container of Skittles from Christmas still. <laughs> That's how bad we are. We don't really... I mean, we don't really eat Skittles. We're not, like, huge Skittle fans. Yeah, like, we like awesome. them, but they're not, yeah, like... Yeah, it's not the first candy we're going to eat in our candy bag. Yeah. We had a... Ca- uh, what's it called? Uh, a candy cane one from my mom that she gave gave us. And I took all the green ones out, and I put them inside a cup, and I added four shots of whiskey and... Vodka. Or vodka, thank you. And overnight, the candy disintegrated and became a very... Kind of a powdery mixture inside the, the cup. I added... I poured out a thing of Sprite, put that in, bubbled up kind of like a concoction a mad scientist would make, and made a pretty decent little drink. Yeah. I was about to say, it's, a, it's, a, it's Sprite with a little bit of... Kind of apple tasting, um, what's it called? Uh, vodka. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'd say. We both had, I had a double, Sam had a single, and uh, I'm currently nursing a alcoholic Shirley Temple. I don't know what to call else to call this. A Madonna? No, no that wouldn't have the cherry. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, way to take the joke from Jack. But that's just what I was told. Okay. Yeah, from the movie Jack, Sam. I'm, I'm not saying it was a, I'm not saying it was original, I'm just saying I that's know, what. I know. That's but what they call them I made it a what's it called? I'm I put what's it called cherry vodka in some Sprite, a little bit of grenadine, and a dropped a cherry in there, and that's what I'm currently nursing. And Sam, what'd you have? I had, as he said, the uh, mad scientist, mad scientist, and now I am mer- nursing a Newtopia cider Chimia River, which I think you had last time as well, probably because yeah. I had like a four pack. So yeah, and you're barely finishing them up. Hey, I'm still finishing it though. It's, it's, I'm not judging. Me no judge. Me no judge. All right, so first impressions of this book. Uh, what did you think this book was going to be about, Sam? Before even cracking this fucker open, what did you think this was about? Science experiment gone wrong. I was like, okay, it's just going to be a play on Jacqueline, Jacqueline Hyde. Okay. The lab. Probably that. Uh, I pretty much had the same thing. I thought it was going to be kind of a retelling of Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Hyde with a RL twist to it. Yeah. That, that's kind of what I thought. 
And let's talk a little bit about this cover. Uh, where's the book at? So I can kind of laugh at the cover. Where's, you, where's the book, Sam? You took it. I know you I brought took it. it. No, it's under my ass. Huh. For once, it's not under my ass. Oh. Shut up! So. Uh, so this is a hell of a cover. We have a small girl who I'm assuming is Heidi, uh, carrying from a hairy-armed, pig-nosed, and monkey-mouthed monster. This is quote the mo- this is this is apparently I don't, I don't know why this is quite the monster design is what I'm I'm trying to say here. Yeah. It's hideous figure could give any child nightmares. Yeah, I could see maybe as a kid being scared of it. But you know what's funny? That's not mm. what the monster looks like in the book. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I was about to cuz in the book it describes it as a as as a half wolf half man monster, you know, yeah. it's kind of a werewolf. Yeah. If you would. Which I mean that would just mean it's another werewolf book, and RL was just like, "Well, oh, I think I I, I I came up with the title Chuckle and Heidi, and uh, I guess I'll, I'll put it to this one. All right. Well, and they're like in a lab, the one thing. Yeah. You didn't. Yeah, they're in a lab. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. So that's where we were like, oh, science experiment yeah. gone wrong. Also, uh, best part about this cover, the Gooseman's 2000 lifted cover. Ooh, ah, feel those letters. And bumpy face. Ooh, you can feel each tooth. No. Apparently, uh, Tim Jacobus really likes this cover. Hmm. Yeah, he really uh, he thinks this one came out really well, and I agree. Yeah. I think this one came out uh, came out pretty well. Yeah. Heidi Davidson. I wonder if he was he heard a Harley Davidson outside and was like, stupid bike. I'm gonna call this character Heidi Davidson. And uh, you know, ladies, stop wearing Harley Davidson shirts if you've never even heard the band. <laughs> I saw that tweet one time. It was really funny. I think I retweeted it. It's pretty funny, right? So Heidi Davidson is riding a bus heading to Shepherd Falls in Vermont. Uh, a, a kind of a weird location, I think. Vermont's being a choice for a Goosebump book. Because I don't yeah. think... I can't think of another one that takes place in Vermont. Hey, quick editor's note here. Uh, apparently there's another Goosebumps book that takes place in Vermont. It's the Goosebumps Horrorland book, Who's Your Mummy? Uh, so... For all you folks from Vermont, uh, good news, I guess. Okay, bye. Not that I know of. I, I mean, I don't expect you to know. Like, that, that felt like such an egg. I know it wasn't an yeah. egg, but the way it sounded was like, I don't what? expect you to yeah, know. I don't expect you to know. Ugh. Like, like, remember when you were doing the April Fool's? Yeah. That's what it sounded Yeah, it kind of did. <laughs> but in, in all fairness, I don't think you would know. No, cause you, again. You, the only Goosebumps you've ever read are for the show, and I've, 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 I've read quite a few. Yeah. No, I don't mean that you do. I know, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after her parents died in a car accident, which, holy shit, the parents died in this book. Yeah, usually they're like, oh, we're off to like... Like, okay, there's like, I can think of like maybe one or two stories or books where the parents are maybe divorced, but not dead. Yeah. Like, fucking, what's it called? How to Kill a Monster, they're divorced, and the, and one, and the parents got remarried. And she's spending time with her stepbrother, and she doesn't like him. And it's like, oh, yeah, I get you, kid. He's kind of annoying. Or have the mom off to Tucson to go take care of her quote-unquote friend. Yeah, uh, sister. Our sister. Yeah. But we were like, there's a lover in Tucson. Yeah, I was about to say, it's, 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 it's a lesbian Tucson couple. I mean, come on. And then they're you like, know, yes, my, my sister is also here. <laughs> and the sister's, like, fine on her own. Yeah. And she's like, sure, whatever. But yeah, this is one of those few times that the parents are dead. I'm trying to... I can't honestly think of another Goosebumps story... Where the parent, one of the parents, or both the parents are dead. The Goosebumps movie. Yeah. Yeah. Dad's dead. dead. Dad's dead. I thought you were going to do the... Sure, dad's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doing what's-his-face from uh, Dermot from uh, King of the Hill. Yeah, your dad's dead. 
Your card's been declined. Heidi has been sent to live with her uncle, a scientist named Dr. Palmer Jekyll. She hadn't seen or spoken to Uncle Jekyll or or his daughter, Marianna, in seven years, since she was five years old. Heidi is left at a bus station with nobody waiting for her. She is soon greeted by a boy her age named Aaron, sorry, Aaron (laughs) Freitas, uh, sorry, uh, <laughs> when she tells him about her uncle, he panics. He tells Heidi that the town has had to deal with attacks by a horrible beast every night and that Dr. Jekyll is the one to blame. Heidi laughs at Aaron, believing he was just trying to scare her with the story of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Heidi walks to Uncle Jekyll's mansion by herself. She opens the door only to be stopped by Marianna, who acts cold and angry towards her, telling her to leave. Heidi is then left in, or let in and shown her new room, a bright room with more than enough space. Heidi heads to Uncle Jekyll's lab and greets her uncle. When she gets to the door of the lab, she hears animalistic screams, and when she opens the door, she finds her uncle experimenting on a guinea pig. Wee, 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 wee. He is happy to see her, but when she tells him about Aaron's story... His face gets red. He yells at her and slams his fist on the lab table and that the monster stories are a lie. However, more and more things begin to sway Heidi's suspicion that Uncle Jekyll may be a monster. This includes finding a room with the wallpaper completely shredded. But Marianna tells her that this was a doing of their cat George, who was recently put to sleep. <laughs> Which, uh... I was like, goddamn. I mean, we find out at the end it's not true. I know, but still, just... There was no George. Well, and some... What if there was a cat George and she killed him? Yeah. Oh, spoiler. Later that night at dinner, they have clam clam chowder. I was like, God damn, that sounds good. Another dumb editor's note. That following evening, Sam had clam chowder for dinner. I know, right? I said the same thing in my notes. And that sounds fucking amazing. Yeah, that's what I said, actually, right there. Uncle Jekyll talks about the story of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and how Jekyll was misunderstood. Uh, this moment actually reminded me of the Goosebumps episode for The Girl Who Cried Monster. Uh, when Mr. Mortman, the monster from the book, uh, asked Lucy if she thinks the monster is the most sympathetic character in the story. I kind of felt that there was a little bit of a... Kind of a, almost, almost a similarity between the two. Um, I, I doubt he would really put that together because that that's that's from like the first season I think of Goosebumps. So a weird side note I noticed in that when he's like, "Oh no, Doc Jekyll just gets a bad rap." Yeah. Because what if you could change someone's personality with just pills? And I'm like, okay, so a psychiatric meds. Mm-hmm. One if. Uh, Sam, I think you mean normal pills. My okay. name's Cloud or whatever. Dream. Yeah, Dream Cloud. Thanks for these normal pills, so I can have a happy face mask. You may continue. Okay. I was thinking, it doesn't really change your personality, it just stabilizes your mood, but some people may think it's a personality shift. Yeah. But another thing is, I've noticed people have, like, drastic, like, kind of personality shifts. Yeah. If they get the wrong pills. Yeah, Because yeah. I saw people, like, that, a parent that were, like, misdiagnosed as having psychosis when they didn't, mm-hmm. and they acted psychotic after they got on the pills. Yeah. And it all of a sudden went away when they stopped the pills, so it was like, okay, so what you're saying is you don't support uh, free drugs. That's not at all. You, you totally missed what I was saying. I was saying misdiagnosis. Where's my happy pills? This angers Marianna until he decides to drop the subject. As Heidi sleeps, she hears screams outside. 
She checks her window and appears there is chaos in the village. She goes into Uncle Jekyll's lab to see if everything is okay. He's nowhere to be seen, but inside the lab, she finds what appears to be an empty cup that had once contained some sort of green liquid. Come. She runs to the kitchen, just as Uncle Jekyll arrives. His clothes torn up and his body covered in dirt, but he claims that he fell during a night jog. I get it, man. I tend to go on night walks, too, after working or on something or when I need inspiration. I understand, and, and I fall down, too. Just right in the street. Because I, I walk on pavement. Yeah, I was going to say, straight on the pavement. <laughs> on... My face is ripped open. One lemonade, please! God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, that's all I can think of. That was such a creepy moment in Billy and Mandy. <laughs> it's Billy and Mandy. I said Billy and Mandy. I, I know, I'm just saying, it's Billy and Mandy. What do you expect? Oh, okay. yeah, fair. That's, that's what I was trying to say. But it didn't convey that way. The next day, Heidi comes out of the closet. No, comes down and eavesdrops on her cousin and uncle having an argument. Mariana is angry that she can't have friends and that she's trapped in this house. Like some kind of fucking beauty and beast thing. Heidi coughs and they stop arguing. Later, she tries to get... That bitch is listening in. Later, she tries to get answers from Mariana. But Mariana angrily lashes out at her, accidentally squeezing her hamster to death in the process. Well, like, I was like, oh my god, one, Rip Ernie, because that was the hamster's name. Yeah. So Rip Ernie. Like, rest in peace, Ernie Hudson. Two, like, then Heidi, like, tries to apologize to Marianne. She's like, doesn't want to hear it. Yeah. My thing is, is it's not really Heidi's fault. You shouldn't argue, especially with an animal that can die so easily in your mouth. Well. Or in your <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she just stuck it in her mouth and just was like, <laughs> Like a fucking animal. <laughs> but still, like, maybe don't, like... Like a freaking animal! Don't don't hold an- animals while you fight, just kind of thought. Yeah. I mean, she was holding it... Well, I mean, I she, feel, like, Heidi blames herself because... What's it called? Because she was the one who got her riled up, though. It's not... It, it, I can't... I don't blame Marianne, honestly. Though she did kind of get a little... Or, I mean, I feel like she overreacted to say, just to be a man. But uh, in all honesty, Heidi did provoke her. Without, yeah. I mean, Heidi didn't mean to provoke her, but she ended up provoking I feel her. like it's one of those, there's no real great side of this. Because, no, yeah, it's one no. of those, like, maybe a better time and place and approach would have been better. Yeah. But it's also, Heidi didn't exactly, like, hold her hand and make her, like, squeeze it to death either. Yeah. Let me squeeze it. I want to kill it, too. <laughs> you know what that made me think of? Huh. The stupid sleepy cast, sleepy cabin cast thing. Yeah. With the hamster where its eyeball fell out. <laughs> and then they gave it a Heidi <laughs> leaves the mansion and heads into town where she sees all the damage caused by the beast. Yes, the roller coaster that R.L. Stein wrote a book about that it was in the East Coast. I can't remember where the beast's from. Uh, can we can we give a note on that, Chris? Thanks. Okay. Uh, here's that note you asked for, Mr. Rupal. Uh, the Beast Roller Coaster is located at Kings Island Amusement Park in Mason, Ohio. So, there there we go. That's, that's all it is. Makes, you know, now that I realize that it's in Ohio, I fully understand why Arl Stein wrote a book about it, or was, like, contacted, because, you know, he's Ohioian. Ohioan? Ohio. Joe Ohio. Okay, thanks, buddy. Doors are ripped off hinges, windows are smashed in, and people are eyeing Heidi suspiciously. She also sees A. Aaron being interviewed by a reporter. When she mentions that she's related to Dr. Palmer Jekyll, the townspeople advance on her, wanting the truth and wanting to go to the mansion. 
She runs from the situation and returns to the mansion. That afternoon, a man from a phone from the phone company arrives to install a phone in Heidi's room. When she gets the chance, she calls one of her friends from Springfield. And when she admits that there's a monster there, she hears a click on the phone and thinks her uncle is eavesdropping on her. She leaves her room to check on him and finds that he's in his study reading and sitting next to a phone. That's some damning evidence, if you would. Later, she falls asleep and has a nightmare about being attacked by a half-man, half-wolf beast. She awakens and finds that she can't fall back to sleep, so she decides to find something to read. She accidentally stumbles into the bookshelf like a fucking idiot, revealing a hidden compartment. She comes across a secret diary, and the entries go a little something like this. Let's, let's go ahead and read those entries from page 73. I flip through the pages again, careful not to tear the brittle paper. Then I open the book somewhere near the beginning, squinting at the tiny handwriting. I started to read. So cold today. The snow coming down in sheets, driven by the howling winds. I know I will howl too. I cannot control it. And I will go out in the storm. Because the storm inside me is more powerful than any snowstorm. Huh? I stared at the yellow page, gripping the little book tightly in my lap. What is this person writing about? A storm inside him? What, what, was that some kind of poetry? I turned a few more pages and began reading again. I know what I did tonight. I remember every scream, every cry of horror. Those poor people, they don't deserve it. They don't deserve me. But I am powerless to control it. At night, when the urge comes over me, when my body makes its hideous changes, I, I must go out. What choice do I have? I must run and rage and howl, and I must feed. I know what I am on these terrifying but exciting nights. I am like a wild beast, and I live for the screams and the fear I create. Whoa, I murmured. My heart pounded in my chest. Wind rattled the window panes. I pulled the quilt from the bed over to my chair and snuggled under it. I started to read another page. Of course I am a human most of the time. A caring, frightened human. A human prisoner in this old house. And a prisoner in this body that changes at night. A prisoner in this body I cannot control. Where does the rage come from? From where does the anger spring? The anger that forces me to kill and destroy. There are two of us trapped here. Two prisoners. The beast. And the doctor. The doctor? I stared at the tiny handwriting, reading those words again and again until they blurred in front of my eyes. The beast and the doctor. She believes that this is the original Dr. Jekyll's diary. She questions how that could be since he's a fictional character, but whatever! She then hears footsteps down the hall and someone bursts into her room. It's the wind. She wonders to herself if her uncle found the secret formula and is the monster. Give me the formula only. See, I was going to make the joke of the someone bursts through the door. Hey, Bart, I just got this new Hockey Mask and Chainsaw. Do you want to see? Yeah. <laughs> the next night after dinner, she sneaks into Uncle Jekyll's lab as he drinks some kind of formula that makes him react in a monstrous manner. She tries to run, but he catches her and locks her in her room. I like that he locked her from the outside. How does that even work? Some places um, have, like, keys on the outside. I don't know. So yeah, no, they tend to have a lock as well from the inside. I'm not saying it makes sense. It's, yeah, it's no. a Goosebumps book. The book clearly says that she hears the lock on the door click. Normally, doors lock from the inside, not the outside. It's an old house. Oh, shut up. Like, they have any difference from that. 
He then leaves as another attack on the town commences. Heidi escapes her room, falling through the window and grabbing the rusty grain gutter. She gets tetanus. I was about to say, she will need a tetanus shot. She heads into town just as a giant explosion goes off. She sees the beast, who fixes its gaze on her and attacks, only for Aaron to show up and fight it off with a baseball bat. He tries to get Heidi to run by telling her the village plans on attacking her uncle's mansion. Before he can, But before he can say more, the beast tosses Aaron into a fire. He's okay, though. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. She returns to Uncle Jiggle's lab. She plans on drinking the potion to defend herself. But after a chapter break, we find out it's empty and the beast has caught up to her. Suddenly, Uncle Jekyll shows up and saves Heidi from the beast by hugging it into submission the way Sam wants to go out. Yes. Who transforms back into Mariana. Dun dun dun. Uncle Jekyll then reveals that the beast was Mariana all along. But yeah, that's why I said. When Mariana was seven, they took a trip to Europe. She had run off on her own into the forest while Uncle Jekyll was fixing their car. She was then bitten by some sort of beast. Beast. No, feast. Like feast, a, a yeah. giant table full of food came over. Which caused her with... which Sorry. Which cursed her with transforming into a beast every night. When she had seen Uncle Jekyll drinking the formula, he was testing it on himself to see if he could find the cure. I don't yeah. think that's how that works, but okay. He found Robert Smith. It's okay. Of the cure. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, went over your head, didn't it, Sam? I'm drunk and I don't Boys know. don't cry. I bet he went into the forest uh, and found some love cats and then disintegrated. Yeah, that's another one. Actually, it's disintegration, not disintegrated. So I guess I do deserve a hit for that one. Um, disintegration is one of the greatest albums of all time, though. Okay. It is a really good album. Uh, if you want to cry or have a good time. And then he sang a love song, which has been covered a million times. Uh, <laughs> Chris, I hope that after every single time I said a Cure song, you put in the actual song or put it underneath. Uh, thank you. Thank you for creating more things to edit. Suddenly, the villagers show up and start to tear the house apart, looking to finally kill the beast. Uncle Jekyll leads Marianna and Heidi down into the basement, where there is a secret tunnel leading away from town. The three get halfway down, when Heidi remembers the old diary she had found in her bedroom. Believing the diary to be important, she runs to get it, only to be attacked by the villagers, who start burning the building down. Heidi is saved by Aaron, and the two head into the tunnel. However, Uncle Jekyll and Marianna have long since vanished. As they exit the tunnel, Heidi takes one last look at the mansion and sees it in flames. Later that night, while staying at Aaron's house, she shows Aaron the diary she had found, and they find out it's Marianna's diary, and the book ends with this passage on page 117, which... Uh, you know, I, I may have been reading these, you know, these last few bits, but, uh, since we finally found out that, uh, Mariana wrote this, let's have a, a, a girl read this. I hid the diary from my cousin, Heidi, in my cousin Heidi's room. I never wanted, want anyone to find it. I never want anyone to know my shame, to know what I have done. I was out of control. That is my only excuse. Soon after Heidi arrived, I was a creature. I crept into Heidi's room to write in my diary. I saw her sleeping there. I had no control. She slept so soundly. I leaned over her bed. 
I bit her shoulder, bit her, bit her. Finally got the cherry. Uh, well, I just, you get the cherry at the end. Yeah, I know. That's, um... Mm. Sorry, sorry, uh, we're back from the episode <laughs> after the Goosebumps drive. Yeah, I finally drank my, my drink and got the cherry. So let's go over our notes for this story. Sam, So go ahead and say your notes, I'll say mine. So first, I was like, tragic backstory already, that's different. Because, yeah, just the... Yeah, there's really... My parents fucking died. I was like, oh. I was about to say, I can't think of another Goosebumps book with that tragic of a character. Yeah, that's like... Backstory, yeah. So, chapter three... She's got a fucking backstory of a D&D character. Yeah. My parents are dead. And now... <laughs> yeah. Um, chapter three, I was like, Uncle probably is the monster, isn't the monster. Maybe <laughs> responsible for it, like him or his daughter, but... Wait, not. when did you find this out? I was like, chapter three, when they were Jesus like... Jesus Christ, I well, love how you're like, immediately... Well, because they were like, it's the uncle! I'm like, so it's probably not the uncle. Yeah. Because when you're that, like... Yeah, yeah. I've read enough Goosebump books to know where the twists are. You can, no, 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 no. You've read enough young adult books, because that's every young adult book. Yeah, where they're like... Where they try to make the twist very obvious. You know what would be more of a twist? If it turned out to be the fucking uncle, and you'd be like, oh, wow, I did not expect that. Yeah, I would have been like, goddamn. Yeah. Good on you to actually just... Yeah, just keep it up. So, then I was like, small town, knowing all the biz- all like everyone's business checks out. Yeah. Like, that's just very small town-ish. Yeah. And, uh, and then as soon as we meet Maria... I was born in a small town. Got fucked in a small town. There's not a lot of things to do in a small town. So I'm gonna jerk it on a fish. On a fish? On a fish. In a small town. And then, like, as soon as we meet Mariana... Yeah. I was like, it's Mariana. She's the monster. <laughs> yeah. I literally put that, like... Yeah, four chapters in. Sam already knew. <laughs> Fucking, she's she she knows what you're doing, RL. I know your shit. She knows your fucking bullshit. Well, and then like the pig squealing, and then it was like, oh, it's a guinea pig. Yeah, guinea pigs don't sound like pig. Like I wouldn't go. That's the same as a pig. Maybe it's a very deep throated guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> like he fucked the guinea pig. Just congested. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, it's so cold, it's congested. Alright, keep going. Um, I was like, did Heidi fail kindergarten since she doesn't know what a pig sounds like? <laughs> the pig goes, wee, 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 wee. So when she heard, wee, 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 she's like, oh, it's the exact same thing. Oh, she only knew the nursery rhyme of the, what's Little piggy goes, yeah. wee, 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 all the way yeah. down. Yeah, okay, exactly. there we go. That's the only reason. She passed preschool with flying, flying yeah. colors. Yeah, So, then I did the soup. I was like, oh, damn, that soup sounds good. <laughs> the clam chowder. Yeah. And then you just gave someone the wrong... You just give someone the wrong pills for the, how do you do a personality shift? I'm like, yeah, you just fuck up their pills. <laughs> um, and then at one point they say, like, the curtains blew in the breeze and she shivered. I'm like, what? If it's so cold, why do you keep the fucking window open? <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. So then, like, after the whole, like, sirens going off and all the shit happening, mm-hmm. I was like, either Marianne sleeps like a goddamn rock or she's the monster. We'll see. And then Rip Ernie. Because yeah. Rip Ernie. And then... When it was the werewolf, when you see um, Dr. Jekyll turning into, like, the werewolf thing, I'm like, it's werewolf. Cause, and then, like, Shepard falls because Shepard's guard sheep. And the sheep are people. It's a metaphor. Oh, I never put Shepard's fall two wolves, and two together. Wolves eat sheep. Oh, my God. Sam, I, I don't know any other podcast that's gone over this book, but uh, I wonder if we're the first one to discover that. And that's how I got my way through reading one. <laughs> Damn. My, I don't even know if that's, like, yeah. true, but that's at least, like, what that's I put together. That's good. That's good. That's my literary analysis. Yeah. 
And then that's all. Bravo to you that's for all that the notes one. I have. Like holy shit! Like yeah. I, I was like, oh, Shepherd Falls, and I did the like. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I didn't realize that because I didn't remember the name of the town in all honesty until I read it again. Yeah. No. So uh, my notes go a little something like this: Is this the first Goosebumps book where the both parents are dead? That intro honestly caught me off guard. Heidi is at least smart enough to tell Aaron that Jekyll and Hyde is a fiction story. Any other Goosebumps kid would probably believe him. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. This girl is cool. She's got Doc Martens. <laughs> I had to look up what a ski sweater was, dot, dot, dot. I honestly don't. I just, just figured it was part of like a it's it, cold. It, yeah, I was about to say, if you look it up, you'd be like, oh, that's what it is. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah, go ahead. Is it wrong that when the book was like, they have a maid, my sick mind went straight to sexy French maid? No, I honestly kind of felt like sexy maid. <laughs> oh, what's wrong with us? Is it? Oh, wait, no, I remember that. The fuck is up with Mariana? Like, what's with the constantly changing attitude? Like, she's like, run away! Then she's cold, then she acts like a real cold bitch. Does every fucking chapter have to end with a bad fake out? For having a maid, the house's house's spare rooms sure are dusty. Bitch, what we pay you for? She pays. She gets. She kept quiet. It's yeah. hush money. It's just oh, hush money. Gotcha. And she makes clam chowder. Gotcha. Chowder and, and tuna casserole and apple pie. Yep, alamode. Yeah. So which RL did not say alamode. He just said apple pie with vanilla ice cream on top. It's alamode. That's exactly what alamode is. Yeah. Still good though, like so. Um, so our, our ski sweaters exactly what you thought they were. Yeah, I'm like I'm not sure what I was expecting, but yeah. it's it's pretty much I, w- I was expecting about that. Uncle Jekyll created normal pills. <laughs> God damn it! Holy shit! Hamster death, page fifty five. This book has a head count. The phrase "this is like a horror movie" is used too often. Like, could RL not come up with another description or describe the setting and then use the words "kind of like a horror movie." But for what it's worth, this does remind me of an old universal horror movie. Yeah, when he said, like, a horror movie after a while, I was like, take a shot every time you hear, like, a horror movie. Like, legit, he says it way too freaking often. Like, he could have been, like, the house stood high with brick, with old-looking bricks uh, and something else, and high peaks or something. It reminded me of Dr. Frankenstein's monster from a horror movie or something. You mean Dr. Frankenstein's castle? Frankenweiner. Or, or they could have even said this looks like a bad movie that would be on late night TV. No. R.L. likes those, so he would never say that. Yeah. Then most people wouldn't consider them bad back True. then. This is like, this is like, um, MST3K may have been, like, around, but it wasn't that popular. Gotcha. So, yeah. That, that's what I would say. Thank God the nightmare sequence in the story tells us it's one from the start, instead of giving the audience a chapter of BS false scares. Yeah. Uncle Jekyll was just trying to make a new Mountain Dew formula so he could make a bank with a PepsiCo. Well, when they said, like, it was a brown syrup, I was like, is he just drinking Coke? Yeah, he's just making Coke. E. Cola. The description of the town in disarray is pretty solid prose. I thought it was. Yeah, that was better. Like, the beginning is where I was like, Oh, there was so much bad prose. It's so clunky starting off. Yeah. Poor Heidi. Lost her parents. Now she's about to lose all of her belongings because of angry villagers with torches and pitchforks. And that's my last note. Well, I'm like, wow, it goes quick to like, oh, this is the 90s, I'm guessing? This is is modern. And then all of a sudden they're like, as soon as they're a monster. And yeah, she wanted her computer, remember? Yeah. And then as soon as they're a monster, they're like, it's medieval times, bitches, let's go! I think they're trying to say that like all 
like village. <laughs> also, village. I don't think that's a term used even in the nineties. Tends to be like 90s. a town. Yeah, this is just a small town. Although this I don't know, we don't live on the east coast. So. Yeah, maybe maybe it's different on the east coast. But yeah, t- tends to be. Like RL's not from the fucking east coast. He's from fucking Ohio, the Midwest. I don't know about the Midwest either. Like, I'm... yeah, or is that Midwest? Yeah, it's Midwestish. Okay. Close enough. It's Bible Belt, isn't it? I have no idea. It's, oh, it's Joe Ohio. I declare this Joe Ohio. Hey, Lois. Goosebumps. Transfer over. Okay, so Sam, what's your review of this one? I don't want... You always piggyback off of my my score. I'm letting you give me your score first. I thought it was it was kind of shaky at the beginning. Again, the prose was kind of clunky at the beginning. Yeah. And I do say it was kind of... Again, it was predictable in the sense of, like, if you know the young adult twists, you can yeah. see it a mile away. <laughs> But it wasn't bad. I'd probably give it like a three out of five. Three out of five? Okay. Like solid. I wouldn't turn away from someone from reading it, but it's not the book I'm going to go to. Okay. Overall, I think this is a pretty solid Goosebumps book. It does feel like it drags in some spots, especially early on with the very broken prose. But when the action and scares start coming, they don't stop coming. That's when you hit the ground running. Yeah. The constant (laughs) fake outs at the end of... Almost every chapter are obnoxious and take away some points from me. But I really enjoyed this one. Heidi is a good protagonist. She's pretty smart and one and one does a f- and only does a few dumb things. Yeah. Like she doesn't do the constant duh idiot patrol now. I'm gonna I'm just gonna keep sticking my head through the door. Don't stick your head through the door. Uh. Uncle Jekyll is a kind parent figure. But has a good mysterious side that makes you second guess whether he's the monster throughout the book. If you're a child. Yeah. Uh, I will have to emphasize that. And Marianne's behavior is pretty accurate for a girl who is stuck with this curse. Yeah, I I too would also be a massive bitch if... Uh, Could I also say that this might be an allegory for puberty? I was kind of thinking that when we were talking about it right now. I was like, "She's just a what's her face from um, from American Dad, uh, Haley." When she went, I have to do this every month. Yeah, no, not on the sofa. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I I wouldn't say this is the perfect Goosebumps book, but I did enjoy this one and would recommend it as a good read for anyone interested in two thousand series. I gave this book. Four hamsters squeezed to death out of five. <laughs> wow, you did the hamster squeeze to death. Yeah, it was the first thing I could think of with the with, with that really popped into my mind. What about you? Three three what's out of five? I would say three random vials that I've already been drinking out of. Out of five. Out of five. All right, three empty Mountain Dew cups. <laughs> uh, and I guess we'll go into our recommendation section. Sam, do you have any recommendations? Um, I can't remember the name of the book. Cause there was one about like werewolves, and it, but it was like from the perspective of a kid that got turned into a werewolf. New Moon got it. No, oh. I mean if you want edgy teen romance. Then All right, She Wolf by by Shakira. I do recommend that song. Yes, that is R.L. Stein's uh, song of two thousand whatever. Really? Yeah, he said that was like a, <laughs> the song of whatever that came out. He loves that song. It's a good song. It's a really good song. Like I, I no. Like I could find the tweet. I will find the tweet for you, but Ow. he did tweet it. <laughs> Okay, so my recommendations are, I think the obvious one to recommend is the book The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. To be fair, I've never read it. I only read the Wishbone version. <laughs> there, you could have said that! I just thought of it right now, bitch. Okay. Well, guess yeah. what? They're pretty much the same. 
and they're both they're both i mean i don't think it's a great it's 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 definitely one of those ones that like if you like old school literature yeah definitely read it but if, if that kind of prose bothers you don't read it just watch the movie version read the wishbone one it tends to be not as old prosy yeah and there's a dog on the cover yeah with, the, a, with a fake face yeah and that always sold me was it doesn't it like mr bone or something look it up sam while i finish up my recommendations Immortal Hulk is a good example of a monstrous creature that comes out at night as well. Uh, pretty decent comic. Not not one of my personal favorites, but I think it's a pretty good comic. And some for, for some movies that inspired the story, I would watch the Universal Frankenstein from 1931, which ends similarly to this story with a setting of a building ablaze. Yeah. So those are my recommendations for this one. Uh, and I, I gotta say... Yeah, I was about to say. I, I'm I'm happy we got to read a Goosebumps 2000s book. I think the next time we're going to read a Goosebumps book, it's going to be uh, Stay Out of the Basement. No, I believe it's the next... I'm trying to remember what the fourth book is. I want to say it's Say Cheese and Die, which will mean we get two books and one, because we'll get to read Say Cheese and Die again, which you're going to hate. It's fat phobic as fuck. Ugh. Yeah. Fat phobic fucking book. But... We get to see Ryan Gosling in the episode. Baby Ryan he, Gosling. He's he's terrible in it. Sorry. Sorry. I'm Canadian, eh? Uh, did you find the what it's called? The The Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde Wishbone book? Not yet. What do I pay you for? You don't pay me. I pay you with love and cum. Which you just Dr. Jekyll and, and Mr. Dog. <laughs> They could have come with, like, Mr. Bone. Bone or something. Or like, something else. Mr. No. Like, Hide Retriever. I don't know. I, my brother had this book, actually, so I know the cover very well, it's actually. It's adorable, because it's a Jack Russell and a little suit. My brother liked Wishbone quite a bit, because there's a dog as well. We, we like dogs. I had a uh, I had a Wishbone plush I got from Denny's. Oh, wow. Actually, I had two, because one was sitting, one was lying down. Oh. I like them. He was annoying in the show. He was an annoying little fucking dog. That's what, how Jack Russell Terriers are, though. I'm fucking punch that dog in the face. What the fuck is... The dog's probably dead by now. Good. I'm gonna punch his grave. What the fuck is wrong with you? Jack Russell Terriers are jerks. They are. Yeah. They're little assholes. Yeah, say, like, the one of our friend's dogs when... Yeah. She's cool, but her dog isn't cool. One of the dogs was cool. The mm. other dog... They got another dog at some point. I don't remember the other dog. I remember it being cute. It was cute, and it was just like, Yeah, hey, I'm cute. Yeah. And then... The other dog was a Smeagol. dick. Smeagol. was a dick. Smeagol. He was Gollum. Yeah. I was like, you should, we should call him yeah, Gollum. It, she even said that. It's like, no, he's fucking Gollum. And I'd always try to pet him, and then he'd be like... Ah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he loves me, though. Yeah, he wouldn't bite you. Yeah, because dogs like me. They, they do. don't smell my fear. They smell my cum. <laughs> the fuck is with you and cum today? Uh, come and get me. <laughs> come on, Eileen. <laughs> hey, thank you for joining us on Drunken Book Club. As always... Hey, if you're not on our Patreon at patreon.com slash speaking of which, it's a dollar a month for a bonus episode every week. You get this episode early. You get this episode on Monday versus Friday. You don't have to wake the whole work week. You get you get it immediately. You're just like, hey, look, I can listen to this. Sweet. You also get our notes, our show notes, and everything else I put in there. I just dropped a bunch of the uh, Let's Roleplay uh, character sheets on the actual Patreon because I cleaned my room a little bit because I had to clean it for I had to disinfect and clean it for uh, after I had COVID because I slept in here to prevent Sam from getting sick. I appreciate that. 
You're welcome. I don't I don't mind sleeping in my office. Am I, this is a very comfy futon, honestly. Yeah, it's not a bad futon. It's just one of those, like, I'd rather you not if you're not sick. Kind of yeah, thing, cause that's fair. The bed is better. But, uh, I mean, I'm just saying, bed divorce, sleep divorce is pretty good. That That's a term. You know that, right? No. Yeah. And be like our patron Trey at Yurisaurus. Be a dollar patron, because I'd buy that for a dollar a month. It's, it's a buck a month. What can you... you what else can you get for a dollar a month? Um, Nothing. That's what. Yeah. You can get spit on by a homeless person. They might even be like, give me two dollars. Yeah. They'd be like, give me two bucks, I'll spit on you. And you're like, no, a dollar. And he's like, nope, I'll, done. I'll take the dollar, bye. It is too hot for me to waste my spit. Yep. I have too much time to waste my spit on you. I'm a homeless person. Hey, if you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to follow our, 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 our us on Twitter at SOW underscore podcast. And you can follow Sam at Berserker Rose. And also, hey, if you're interested in hearing more of the Disney Movie Movie... Co- oh my god. <laughs> Disney Muses Movie Podcast. Uh, make sure to follow at Disney Muses on Twitter as well. Um, I, I just thought I'd recommend that one, even though the episode zero is the only episode that's out, and we don't have a actual anything else up. Well, because we have to wait for Weiss to get better. We have to wait for Weiss to get better, and um, hopefully Noelia has finished the art, which I'm so excited to see. I've We've seen, like, a little bit of, like, the pre-work. Pre it's so awesome. cool. It's really awesome. Like, yeah. Like, she's freaking cool. She's so good. She's, she's so cool. So hardcore. Uh, I don't know why I say it like that. Um... And if anything, thanks for joining us. And hey, stay tuned the rest of the month. We are doing Goosebumps episodes every single week of this month. Uh, I don't know what the next one's going to be because we have to still record them. But I can tell you what you what you know what. Look forward to this. We're doing a let's read of Little Comic Shop of Horrors as chosen by you guys on Twitter. By you guys on the Twitters. We have a. Goosebumps Quizzer. You know what? The Quizzer is actually probably going to be next. Yeah, because you want to do that first. I want to do that first so I don't spoil anything for anyone. Uh, that'll be... it's And it's a Goosebumps Quizzer based on strictly the endings and their multiple choices. So they can't make me laugh to get a point because there's multiple choices. I only know the first few. Yep. <laughs> yep. I only have an edge at the beginning. Then after that, I'm as fucked as everybody. Like a... Like a... Like a... Like a man... Who edges? Sam has a slight advantage. Uh, then we're gonna have a let's role play of a young, what I like to call young adult horror kings. I modified it space kings from young adult horror story. And uh, spoiler alert: they're going to be going to a certain camp run by a jelly jam, if you would. So camp jelly jam. Yeah, you're going. To, they're going to be going to camp jelly jam. Can they win the baseball tournament to win a chance to be in the winner's circle? I don't know. We'll find out. Bitch. Uh, and then... Uh, the, the, to the, I, I, I don't know if this is going to end it or not. I also prepared a Hoopa Goo Goo Doo Doo... Or sorry. Hoopa Goosebumps Doo Doo Noo Noo. Yeah, that's right. We're going to be playing Hoopa like a Hoopa Goo Goo Doo Doo Noo Noo. That is a find the brighter side of these events from Goosebumps. Oh my god, I got the hiccups. You want to get some water? No, finish the podcast. And so that's what we'll finish it off with. Um, to play us out, I don't know because I don't know much songs. I we, know there's a musical of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I've used the song before, actually. Because it's, <laughs> uh, 
because <laughs> uh, we talked about it before. I've never uh, heard. It's, it's really good. Like mm. Hasselhoff does a really good job with one of the songs. Good to know. But no, we're gonna do Animal Within. Three Days Grace. Yeah, okay. I think Animal that works. I've become. Animal I've become. Thank you. Dear near, dear near, dear near, dear near. I think we've used that before. If not that, maybe a werewolf song or something. Yeah. Wolf Werewolves of... in London. No, I've used that one before okay. as well. Um, she wolf. I've used that as Damn well. Damn it, because that would have been so good. No. Yeah, I we guess. talked about it right now. I know we did. The... We talked about a lot of songs this episode. One, something from The Cure? I've already used The Cure. I mean, they're, they're being dropped right there. Another song from The Cure? No. It'll be a song. Thank you for joining <laughs> us, guys. And as always, uh, don't drink and read Goosebumps. <laughs> You'll have a bad time. Yeah. Or you might have a good time. I don't Who know. knows? Who knows? We're not we're not the police. Yeah, we're not the police. We're not the we're not the goosebumps police. Yeah. We're not the dream police from uh don't fall oh, fuck what is that? Oh my god, I'm I'm losing my goosebumps card for this one. I can't remember what it's called. Uh the goosebumps police is gonna come for you. No <laughs> it's the it's like the reality police from um Fuck which book is it? Uh, it's like don't fall asleep, no Fuck, I live under your bed? No. Fuck, what is it called? Oh my god, what? I gotta look it up before the episode's over. I feel bad. Eee. Don't go to sleep. Is that the, is that the song? That's a song. Ah, oh, fuck me. Oh man. Oh god. Goose, goose, goosebumps reality police. <laughs> that is literally the first thing that came up. Don't yeah go don't go to sleep. Okay, okay, I was right. Oh god, I was like, that's that's one of those ones that I'm like I read once and was like this is weird. Also, the cover does not match what is going on in this book because it's got like a hairy fucking hand, but there's reality police. Okay, so yeah, it's a weird book. Weird. Yeah, it has a weird like rap song and it's on like the cassette for the Goosebumps soundtrack, which I'm I love that I got the cassette for the Goosebumps soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't have a cassette player. I need a. I want to buy that one vinyl player that is like a cassette player, CD player, and uh, vinyl player. Okay. I I I might get that next paycheck after I get a new pair of boots because uh, my boots are kind of falling apart. Yeah. So yeah. that makes sense. Join our Patreon so Chris can buy some boots. I I need a new pair of boots. I'm so poor. After being sick with COVID, I can't afford new shoes. It's not true. I could probably go out and get some boots. I'm just being cheap. So I do need to get groceries because Sam's going to be out of the... Out of the I'll be house-sitting. For how long? Like three weeks. Oh my god. Yeah, I need to get food. Well, I can get it, like... I can like, go next, like, do week by week. I know, but still. It's not still. like I'll be totally out forever. I know, but still. I'll be sad. Don't... T- don't fucking hug me like you're, like, feeling sorry. Don't feel sorry for me. I feel bad. I'm sorry. Ooh, I feel bad. I'm making money for a Disneyland trip. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, I feel bad, don't... though, that I'm leaving you, though. You're not leaving me. I can walk. I can dance. I can groove to the prance. Your skin's cool. Oh, my God. Get off me. I love you. I love you, too, but... I, you're all terrible. Should I